from around the world and slowly creeping up behind you from out of your toilet tank, this is Paranormal One. Yes, sir. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another star-studded episode of Paranormal One. I'm Mike Rasso here with Josiah Lee Henson and Steve Bartell. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, Mike. (laughs) I thought we'd never get started tonight. But about an hour and a half later than normal. And two days later than normal, but we're getting there. (laughs) So, um, you know, big news. We just past the one year anniversary of us getting together and doing these things so hey congratulations <laughs> so um i, I we, we kind of talked about tonight we're going to do a review of some of our past episodes some of the things we talked about and uh learned from one another but uh, first uh you guys have a couple things to put out there don't you yeah we do we have a uh, new place that's going to potentially allow steve and i to do tours from um where we don't have specifics worked out yet it's just we just have that that um, contact set up and we're hoping that that's going to pan out we're not going to give out any names yet just in case things don't Aww. work out but it's it sounds like it could be really cool a very old location yes and, uh, it's reportedly uh has a lot of activity and has throughout the years just down the cool. road <laughs> so near oregon illinois but not quite ready to say where yet yeah okay <laughs> but we can't wait to tell you if we get it if we get everything locked in we'll be the first you will be the first to know how's that oh hey all of our listeners and, and, and I think until they get there, they will be green with envy. <laughs> you know, and, and another little gem that, that is going on. I think we may have discussed it. Well, maybe not because last episode was our Chad Lewis interview. And so it mm-hmm. would have been a month ago. Um, but uh, the White Pines is reopening. Mm-hmm. We had a very oh, yeah. successful uh, haunted uh, paranormal investigation out there on Halloween two years ago. And uh, if the new management is open to it, you know, that's a, something we could always set up here and uh, be really nice to get back out there again. Very cool. Yeah, that'd be great. That's an amazing place. It really is. You know, especially right as it's turning to dusk and you're in the park because of the low lying areas, you get that mm. fog that penetrates in there <laughs> and it heavy layers of fog through, you know, through the creek and, and the park and everything. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I actually had uh, something pop up around me here where uh, last year I was supposed to do uh, a, a, a tour of a building, do an event, and it fell apart because that's right when COVID hit last April. And so we've actually, uh, we're, we're going to be trying to get some more things hooked up here in the same town. Um, details will be coming, but we'll, we'll just say negotiations are are happening so uh, hopefully there'll be some news soon to give about that so i'm i'm really looking forward to getting back into the into the meat 
here on my end and uh, being able to get that stuff going again. Very excited. Yeah, we can't wait to hear about it, Mike. It's it's time overdue, you know, for you. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Now, next month, too, I'm going to be going to uh, Potestown School in Ohio. So nice. I'm looking forward to that. Um, going out there with, with some friends, and hopefully that'll be a, a good time. Um, now, you guys have something next month, too, right? Because like, that's why you couldn't go to this one for well, yes, at least part correct. of the reason. On July 24th, we're going to be at Missouri State Penitentiary. So that cool. should be a, yeah, that should be pretty exciting. Nice. Yep. Seems like the world is opening up and so are the ghosts again. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And, and as always, or not as always, but, you know, as we announced before, we're Conover Square is wide open again for paranormal tours and investigations by, you know, uh, by private teams mm-hmm. and we'll give the links at the end of the episode but but yeah if anyone in the area is listening and wants to get in here for a investigation or tour we're we're offering those again groovy all right <laughs> good news good good stuff things are, are starting to come back and uh you know it, it, it's been a rough year it, many in many ways it's it's been it's been tough for a lot of folks so uh we're glad in you know if, if ghost hunting is back to normal for if, if that's your normal then great you know it's all the other things going to concerts and uh parties and school then hey whatever normal is for you let's let's go for it good deal everybody remember we're glad to see things reopening and people being able to get out there and see each other again i have to say you mentioned the concerts uh it's mm-hmm. it's been within the last month or so it's been amazing all of the bands and groups that have announced tours coming up and really throughout the entire summer and and late into the year i mean there's tours you know coming through our area all the time now hmm. and i also noticed my brother and i both bought stock in amc the movie theaters and oh. uh, it's just through the roof i think it's nearly doubled at this point right now the stock is really high because all these blockbusters you know people are getting back into it and you got the conjuring yeah. coming up you know and what well, and i guess after a huge lull and like a slow time getting started this uh a quiet place part two i yes. guess just shattered you know all mm. kinds of expectations this yep. last weekend so people are getting out it's coming back which is a great thing <laughs> for a lot of reasons yeah, a lot of pent-up demand yeah and yep. i i don't know if our normal is going to be what we thought of it as before but as close to that as possible i think it'd, it'd make people start feeling good because i don't know about you guys yeah. but I've just had this weird, it's not like a depression, but it's like this creepy cloud over me that things just don't feel quite right yet, you know, and I hope that goes away. You know, I I think it's, I think it's probably a a bit of shell shock because how easy it was for Mm. them to say, no, 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 you can't do this anymore, you know, uh, until we tell you, you can. So, you know, just the fact that at any given time, oh, okay, a new strain comes out, everyone's got to lock up again, you know, it's like. We have no control over that, and it could happen anytime. So, yeah, so I think it's natural just to kind of have that, you know, in the back of your mind a little bit of what the hell is going to happen now. Yeah, and that's how it feels. It's just kind of lingering there, you know. Yep. Now we have to come up with excuses again why we uh, can't go to a relative's house for (laughs) Sunday dinner. 
Like, dang it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I come up with something. COVID-20. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, no. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great to, to get back in the swing of things and, and see things moving in the right direction, at least. Toward whatever normal is going to be <laughs> looking yep. like soon. So, yeah, it, it looks like the world's opening back up and uh hey the the ghosts are still there Let, let's go get them They're, they've been waiting for us to come back it sounds good to me <laughs> yeah all right well um any other big announcements or, or or are you uh tapped out as far as that goes for the day i think i think we covered pretty much everything yeah nothing specific but you know these tours and new locations and yeah and and previous locations have a way of finding us so <laughs> so it seems yeah so who knows by the next time we talk we might have a few more locations added to our repertoire we do have a big name coming in i don't know if we should say that over the air but you know enjoy yeah we can we can you're the one that kind of facilitated it so i'll let you we had a team member from the Ghost Research Society out of out of uh, Chicago uh, got a hold mm-hmm. of me and Dale Kazmarek and his and his team want to come ah. out and investigate Conover, and uh, okay, it's exciting because uh, right as we were getting shut down from doing the tours, they had contacted us and they really wanted to come out, and uh, and we were kind of in limbo. I said, well, you know, I said we really want to get you guys out here, but the building owner is not being very cooperative. In fact, he's kind of <laughs> kind of shut us down, but he's not completely shut us down and you know i i felt bad i i you know and they felt and i kind of felt like i was giving them the runaround but i really didn't have a solid answer for them so now that things are back open and back on track and everything yes they're going to come out and investigate the building uh next month nice yep yeah now now dale's been out before i believe uh, it's part of another he did your event yes with haunted rockford i think was he part of yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I think he, him and the Midwest Ghost Society, both of those groups came out at the same time. And a third one and, as uh, well, I thought. Haunted right? Rockford. What's that? And and a third third group as well, wasn't it? Didn't you have like four stations for that? I, you know what? It, I it's I really don't remember because these events sometimes your head spinning (laughs) (laughs) trying to remember but i i do know that they weren't out i think they had some transportation issues they weren't they sort of like arrived as the event was starting so we just sort of put them in spots and they started they didn't really have a chance to go through but dale's one of these guys he's uh you know he's a uh a noted researcher you know he's he's not one of these uh sensationalists type of ghost hunter investigator guys he's you know let's do the science here and make this work and he's been doing it since do i want to i want to say since the 60s is that right i think late 60s early 70s i think yeah Yeah. so so he's not a johnny come lately by any stretch i i love when he uh shows clips on his uh facebook page of Hmm his WGN interview from 1982 or his appearance on such a, such a, a, sh- a morning show out of Chicago and everything. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah. He's, he's seen, he's seen a lot, you know, he back from the real to real days. He, uh, <laughs> he's, he's seen a lot. So it's great 
to have him come out to con over and get his take on what's going on there. That, that, that'll be great for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's hope the building cooperates. Yeah, <laughs> very true. It, it 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 can be finicky at times. That sucker. Well, mm-hmm. cool. That that's 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 awesome news. That'll be uh, that, that'll be nice, and that'll be just the, the the private investigation that they're doing. Yeah, they're just it's a closed closed group. Just their group is coming out. Yep. Okay. All right. Nice. But but yeah, I mean, within the paranormal world, I mean, that's. You know, that's that's a, a pretty high, you know, a, a, a very esteemed group, you know, and a, yeah. And a, yeah. a recognizable That's a good name. way to put it. Yep. Yeah, and if anybody's out there listening and they want to look him up, I'm sure you can just Google the name and you'll find all kinds of info on him. Yeah, he's, uh, again, just given his long, longevity in the field. Yeah. He's he's built up quite a reputation, so no, that's that's fantastic. And, and I hope I got his group name right. I, I probably should have looked it up really quick, but I, I'm pretty positive it is the Ghost Research Society, isn't it? I, I think you're right, but I, I don't know either off the top of my head. Yeah, I would just yeah, would, we'll we'll get the links up and uh, you know, put them up on the the Facebook and or the web page. Cool to, to cover all that. We'll get we'll get that cleared up. So yeah, good news. That's a that's a good guy to get in. All right, well we're gonna jump in on a to a uh, do a I came out words is as hard right now. Um, to do, <laughs> do start going back in time, looking at our our old episodes here and sort of. <sighs> What would Wade a one, in the pool of the past. What would a one-year anniversary be like without a recap of the past year, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> now, I do want to make clear that the one year is us doing it. Right. B- because, uh, what do we have here? September of 2018, I kind of regurgitated an old one. <laughs> it was a video video deal um with midwest ghost society uh so november 2018 and then fast forward to uh may 24th of 2020 when we did our first first episode together which was actually episode three now there is a second lost episode out there that we're hoping to find one day in the archives uh it, it might be in locked in a metal box behind a cinder block loose cinder block in the wall in the basement so once we come across that we'll pull that out uh try to transfer it from the uh the the, the 78 record that it was recorded on convert that into digital and we'll try to get that up so uh but that's the last episode too when we find it we'll get that up for you but uh episode three was kind of just like hey we're back um episode four was us kind of figuring out what our format was going to be and uh believe it or not combined we we actually got some pretty good lessons on those two episodes (laughs) which is surprisingly enough but when we hit episode five our topics were at least the name of the episode was flesh eaters axe murders and Steve's missing rod. <laughs> so, first of all, Steve, my condolences. Thank you. Um, but I, I, I think that was the... Josiah, you did what? The one dingo? I believe so. 
Yeah. Um, that was that was pretty cool. Pretty creepy. Yeah. That one's very creepy. And Chad Lewis talks about that one a lot. And so I see it in my feed yeah. a lot. And yeah, pretty spooky. Yeah. You just wrote a book <laughs> on it yeah. within the last year or so. But yeah, that's that's one of the best cryptids in my in my humble opinion. Yeah, and I think it's probably rapidly growing to be one of the more popular ones. Of course, you've got Bigfoot, mm. who's probably going to reign supreme forever. But the Wendigo or <laughs> Wendigo, however you say it, I think he's gaining popularity. Well, just the the origin of it. It's supposed to be what like a a, a cannibal trapper whose body just kind of morphed into this creature. Yeah, it's it, it kind of like moves from person to person and it takes you over and makes you, you know, want want to eat uh, human flesh. And, you know, that one story that we talked about, that guy turned into the Wendigo. He was a Native American and ate his own family, you know, so it's mm. pretty serious stuff. Wow. And you thought Taco Bell gave you problems. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I think we also, I think uh, the uh, Velisca was probably in there as well. Yeah. Ax, they call it the AXE murders. Axie. Is that like old timey? Axie. <laughs> An old axe isn't Axie. Um, now, I, I think, and hopefully we're still going to be able to make this work as, as we'll be able to meet there when Sherry and I take our trip. Uh, that, I think that would be awesome to to do that. That, that, that i mean that's definitely a bucket list place yeah. sure yep. i mean that that's got to be up on the list for everybody <laughs> that's 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 serious into this yep and uh yeah it's uh, it, that place is crazy and steve other than you losing a uh divining rod i can't remember what else we talked about there uh i i think i just basically told the story of what happened and uh you know it, it was you know, it was an amusing anecdote, and yeah. to this day, the ride is still missing. So, <laughs> so there is no. I, I think uh, that, I, I think you did that as, as, like equipment. I think that was your divining rods was equipment. It must be, yeah. And so, so I think I talked about about you know the theories behind them, the water witching, and just the different yeah. styles of of uh, divining rods, and you know, then capped it off with the story of what happened with ours and. Yeah, and like I said, there is no special update. That sucker is still gone. Wow. We've <laughs> we've speculated on where it could be or how it's being used or whatever, but we really don't know. <laughs> or how it's being used. Yeah, yeah, some we can say on air, some we cannot. Right. right. <laughs> oh, I think I can picture something. <laughs> okay. Does it have to do with those text messages? <laughs> yeah, kind of, and and also okay. a particular person prancing around the attic saying "wee" with it <laughs> in a certain place. Ew. Yeah. Better than the basement. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Um. <laughs> all right, why don't we pop out here? Episode six: Ancient computers, psychic frauds, <laughs> and Josiah holsters his guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do remember that that was a vague reference to Josiah not presenting a story for that night because, you know, I, I don't know if ours went long or he had something going on. So we didn't have anything to, you know, report Speak on. Out. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was our analogy for him not 
presenting a topic, holstering then, his guns. Okay. The computer was I, an I, Antikythera device, right? Antikythera, yep, yeah. yep, exactly. Which Oh, that was the next one. Okay. Well, no, yeah, that was the ancient. Oh, oh. Yep. And uh, okay. interestingly enough, I don't know if you guys saw, you know, in my, uh, I think it was my Google page or whatever, you know, they always have, you know, related stories to things you've searched in the past or whatever, mm. whatever. Well, one of the things I saw pop up maybe a month or two months ago was that they were have been able to successfully reverse engineer yeah. the Antikythera device. And now they uh, they think they know more about how it operated and, and what it did and everything. So awesome. Huh. Yep. So may- maybe an update one day when they know for sure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No theories here. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon you'll be able to buy yours at your corner store. Yeah. Get your antikythera device, huh? <laughs> well, but wasn't it just like an astronomical tracking thing or something? Isn't that kind of what it came down to? And also, yes. I think it was for ships, right? For yes. like ship travel. Well, it, it it was it was all of that, but it was also didn't it also have uh, it had a calendar for their their games and everything? Their uh, you know their ancient. Uh, what am I trying to say? Olympic style games. That does sound right. Yeah. But it did. But in addition to you know astrological tracking and stuff like that, it had things on there that were so precise that it was just mind blowing that that they were even able to pattern that back at the time and the cycles that were involved and everything. Hmm. Okay. I would actually have That's... to Google it to uh, to remember exactly what those mind-blowing things were but I, I just knew it was way advanced for its time well and we're, we're coming up to on the summer solstice in just mm-hmm. like a few weeks so it, it, it's a time when there are a lot of things that, are, that have, have been designed to line up with with that of course as time goes by they need to be adjusted slightly because right. they don't quite line up but they did line up at one time uh, so yeah that's that that's I, I still think it's amazing that people like thousands of years ago could predict when there would be eclipses mm-hmm. and could track the motion of the planets and things like that. I'm just like, I, I'm just glad I have online access to my bank account so I don't have to balance my checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing all this stuff. With, it's, it's just unbelievable. Now, uh, now something else, you know, you can go online and find out when exactly each meteor shower is, when when each celestial event is going to take place. When the International Space Station is going to cross over. When Elon (laughs) Musk's satellites are going to fly overhead in a line. Wait, I thought those were UFOs. (laughs) You know, it's it's funny you say that because these things have been around for quite some time now. And people still constantly say, oh, I just saw the strangest thing. It was a bunch of stars moving in a line. I think we're being invaded by aliens. Everyone's like, Starlink. <laughs> Starlink. <laughs> well, there was that there was that rocket, too, that the Chinese booster rocket that was kind of just yes. out of control. And plummeting uh, slowly to Earth. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but it was amazing looking at, th- there was a, a map tracking it. And the amount of people who could see it at any given time on the Earth was like this tiny, tiny little... You think, something's in space. Everybody in the whole half of the planet can see it. No, it's not that far. It's got to be a lot further away than that. It's just a tiny percentage. So I think a lot of people, you know, when these Starlink satellites go over, 
they're inside, it's cloudy, they're not looking up at the sky. Sure. Don't notice it. Then the day they do notice it, it's like, oh my God, we're being invaded. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, I, I don't know what the exact cycle is, but it seems like every two weeks or so, they're they're visible from just about anywhere on Earth, you know? Hmm. Yeah, so the, what are the chances of once every two weeks you're looking? Right, exactly. Or that you can see them, but yeah. And for how long? Yeah, it's a couple of minutes and they've they've all passed. And then a second wave will come by about five to ten minutes later. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Have, have you seen them? So have, have you seen them in person yet? Or, or? I haven't. No. Really? Okay. No. We've, we've know, seen the space station go over and satellites, sure. but yeah, even not, knowing not what there. they are and what their purpose is and just whatever, actually seeing them, yeah. it's still that first time gives you a little sense of awe. Hmm. That that is pretty cool. Yeah, that that's happening. It's like a private company is doing this. Yep. Something that I learned we we were all out on an investigation and somebody walked outside. I think it was Alan, and he said, "Hey guys, come look at this." And the first time I had ever seen it, and Steve told me an interesting little tidbit about it. I thought they were illuminated, but I, the way I understand it, Steve, it's the reflection of the sun that I was seeing. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they look they look like they're illuminated, but they're not. And didn't you You're guys say that the he astronomers actually, were trying to watch? <laughs> and, he painted it with like an anti-reflective material, and it still reflects. No, that was a tidbit that I think Alan added. Okay, but but the amazing thing about those is because they're because they are so close to Earth relative to satellites and other things. You know, you'll see them go about you know three quarters of the way through the horizon and then wink out because uh, you know because all of a sudden then they're in the shadow of the earth the whereas not right yeah. some of these satellites are so far away that you know they travel from one side of the horizon to the other and they stay illuminated all uh, the time okay yep and now you know <laughs> well i'll tell you the next one because josiah you you brought it with the next one because you did it was the warrens Oh, yeah, Death, that's right. Death Valley Tunnels. I think that was you, Steve. Yep. And then I kind of like babbled on trying to figure out EMF. <laughs> but, but yeah, the Warrens, I, I, the thing I, I, that sticks out in my head was like uh, Ed would off like paint people's houses. Yeah. And then offer, give it to them and be like, hey, by the way, can I investigate your house? Yep. <laughs> that was always so interesting. And also the fact that they grew up pretty much right next door to each other i mean not not that close but and they didn't even know each other until that one day she walked into the movie theater and she looked at him and said i am going to marry that guy and mm-hmm. what's so standoutish to me he is said that, i'm getting a restraining order yeah exactly this lady's terrifying but <laughs> what stood out to me and so interesting to me to think is that at that point in their lives they n- never in a million years probably would have thought that here in about four or five days there would be a blockbuster movie released with their personalities starring in that like their likeness starring in that it's, it's kind of funny that you know they probably didn't intend for stardom but here they are and they're both dead now and in 2021 they're having a big movie about them it's so interesting to me yeah i guess you never know yeah S- someday there could be us up there absolutely we can talk about how we haven't even been born yet how how we first met for the first time and i gazed into steve's eyes and it was like looking into a million sunsets like that type of thing right i mean is that that what we're talking about here i don't know uh i can give you guys a moment 
Can we edit that out? Maybe. I don't know. Definitely. That will never make it. That will never make it. I was just going to say, who, who do you guys think would play the three of us? You know? Well, that's why God. I said that they've never been born yet. Oh, yes. Haven't yes, been born yet. Maybe that's, uh, I mean, Curly, Larry and Moe are dead. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. We'll have to. You know what? For me, it'd probably be like the guy that played McLovin. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Take off your vest. You look like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. Oh, so what was it? Warren's the Death Valley Tunnels. So what was that? That was was that the Hollow Earth? No, that wasn't Hollow Earth. No, was it was else. a it was a series of tunnels uh, supposedly constructed underneath there. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, so I was stalling for time while the Google machine was was. <laughs> I just. I remember that uh, there were some tales of some people who had gone down there and had met, uh, I believe it was a whole other race of people um, and mm. and just some stunning claims. And uh, yeah, he one of the guys fell into the cave when the soil gave way and he discovered a catacomb mm. of tunnels and just a technologies and you know different race and everything and i believe he wasn't the only person to have claimed uh finding those i want to say one of the tribes maybe uh one of the native american tribes or oh somebody. yeah there was like a, wasn't there like a legend to build up around that yes exactly exactly and yeah. uh you know when they went back to try and point out the the place where they fell in they couldn't find it the tunnels were never mm-hmm. found and <clears throat> a guy went because his wife was killed and he went and got his wife from the other world or something like that and brought her back yes or was i high <laughs> both a little bit yes a little bit yes. from column a a little bit from column b <laughs> <laughs> you just made my honk he goes honk. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was pretty cool but and then i remember too of being just so amazed that a refrigerator magnet has like higher levels of emf than like most of our meters are going to show which i don't I don't know. I, I, I don't remember exactly everything, even though it was mine. But uh, oh, that, I, that just honestly, seemed really the, weird. At the time, that was a very enlightening uh, presentation that you did, though, because, you know, we, we have all these EMF detectors, you know, and what exactly do they mean? You know, and, and yeah. a lot of times people will use them and not know what the ramifications of detecting EMF is. So that was that was yeah. a really good, really good presentation. Yeah. Yeah, what what does this level mean? I got a nineteen point two. Wow. Yeah, but the refrigerator <laughs> magnets thirty. Oh. Right. Okay. I'll keep walking around. Yeah, I think we discussed at the time that your cell phone sending and receiving data can make it go up into the hundreds. You know. Oh yeah. Very very high. They, they used to have these little spinners that you could plug into your cell phone. It's like before everything went digital, and when your cell phone would ring, it would like spin around. Oh jeez. Hmm. I actually had a Darth Vader one, but by the time I got it, I switched to a digital phone. So it didn't even so work at all? It, I never had a chance to really gotcha. use it. It's got to be in a box somewhere. Well, I may have gotten rid of it. I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe I got rid of something with Darth Vader, but... Yeah, right? Now, and Josiah, you like we're on a roll here, because I think the next week you here had the witch cage. 
Oh, yeah. The other one over and, in England. Yeah. And then yeah. Ghost Lab and Searching for Absolute Truth. So I completely whiffed again. But you guys had a couple really good ones there. That that was really cool. Yeah, and I'd love to find out, you know, what happened after those people moved in because the person that bought it had no, you know, no desire to even do anything paranormal. I don't think they even believed in ghosts. So I'd love to hear what some hmm. of those stories are. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> you were wrong. Uh, the, the cage. Yeah. The way I, I guess it was called the cage. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That was that the one where the lady's face changed on camera. Yes, that is the one. Yep. And she was the owner of the house. Former owner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Former owner. And yeah. she was on, um, CCTV or, you know, somebody's DVR system. And she looks up at the camera and her face turns into this really grotesque looking like witch figure. I mean, we've all seen, you know, security camera footage and digital cameras and uh, night vision. You don't see this. No, <laughs> this is not normal. Yeah, no, not at all. It, it was pretty unusual. Actually, that is on the Web page. By the way, everybody, if you want to go back and listen to any of these, all of them are available wherever you get web or webcasts my mother talking all of a sudden um wherever you can find podcasts uh we we do have a links page for all of the different places that uh the, the paranormal one podcast appears on and you can follow those although if you're listening to me say this you probably know how to do that so why am i saying it um because it's what we do uh, so, but yeah, the witch cage was, was, was really cool. <laughs> Got very, it was pretty, I mean, creepy stuff. Oh yeah. And remember how old it was? I think it was like 600 years old or something. But, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And she was, she was being assaulted both, you know, by spirits and by something that was actually physically assaulting her. Yeah. That's just a wild place. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then Ghost Lab, uh, that is on Discovery Plus. Yep. Yes, it is. So that that can be streamed again. I, I just reviewed that one because I, I thought that was the perfect, you know, ghost hunting show with, yeah. you know, a really good blend of, you know, uh, heavy on the technology side and uh, experimental technology. Um, you know, Mike Rowe narr narrated that. I mean, talk, that, that's almost like, almost like, you know... Uh, how am I trying to say? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yes. Almost like a Morgan Freeman <laughs> iconic kind of voice, you know, in micros. But, uh, you know, and, and then the fact that we got to meet them when they did their event here at Conover. So that was, yeah, you know, many reasons why I enjoyed that show and reviewed that one. Well, then we, we, we got to go to dinner with them. Yep. The next, yep. the next day and go to Tinker Swiss Cottage. Yes. Yes. And, and uh, Brad just about made me poop my pants <laughs> how was that mike <clears throat> he, well he was behind us i think we were we we're sitting on the steps on the stairs yeah yeah and he was, it was at the top of the steps he was behind us at, at, at the top yeah yeah <laughs> he was trying to do first of what when he's talking he's like he's really loud okay i feel i need to talk this loud so you can hear me and he's talking he's going on and on and um so then he's trying to like 
create these loud sounds to like create a uh, sort of like, I guess, the same concept of maybe a spirit box, you know, of, of the background noise, except he's trying to create it in a burst. So he gives us the but it's really super heavy loud. Like could come just could come out of a very large man <laughs> like himself with a li- very loud voice. And he did this thing. And I think Steve, I, I was sitting in front of you because <laughs> you saw me jump. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I, probably more than any thing that's happened, more than a bat flying at us. <laughs> Or, 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 you know, feeling a touch on your leg or something like that. Yeah. That probably, that startled me, I think, more than anything ever has in any investigation. Because <laughs> it's just, not, he's not like, I'm going to make a loud sound. No, yeah. he just all of a sudden, pop. Yeah, that would be pretty startling. <laughs> I, I guarantee I have that on video somewhere as well. I think it was on that di- the, the disc yep. camera. Oh, yes, it was. So, it was, yeah. That's got to be down. Yeah, it's got to be downloaded somewhere. And and I think you made me a copy of those two investigations, some some of the clips and everything. So I'm gonna have to okay. find that find that DVD. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Or, or CD-ROM. Was... I guess it wasn't that long ago, but <laughs> it was it was a while. It was about five years, six years. It's probably six or six or seven at this point. Holy man! But yeah, Ghost Lab. That, that, that's a neat show. Um, episode nine, Lost Cosmonauts, Astral Travel, and the Devil's Bible. Josiah, you are just like rocking them here. Yeah. <laughs> Found some pretty obscure ones. Yeah. But the Lost Cosmonauts, that one, I was intrigued by. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember you played the clips and everything. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, that's, if it's true, because there are some people who say that it's all staged. Yeah. But if it's true, it's freaking terrifying. Oh, yeah. That's one of my worst fears is being trapped in space. <laughs> because it's you're just basically languishing until you just die. You know, there's not much you can do. Yeah. Like being buried alive. Yeah. It's and I understand cooler. that if you're up there without the right equipment, you're going to die right away. But what I'm saying is if yeah. you're up there and you've got enough oxygen supply, but you're just floating in the abyss, that is no bueno. And like like calling for help and it's not coming and and, and those signals yeah. keep getting weaker and weaker and weaker yep. as they're traveling further away. I'd be swimming for oh. a Starlink, being like, "Here we go!" <laughs> and the worst part oh. is, if you actually do see something or experience something amazing, who can you tell? You know, who can <laughs> you know? It's like, wow, that was amazing. I guess I'll just take it to my grave. <laughs> Yeah, which is going to be in about 40 minutes. Right. School bus full of aliens drives by. They're waving at you. <laughs> moon, oh, my God. Moon in you, pressed ham. Yeah. You know? <laughs> pressed oh. ham. Oh, they have geez. eight butt cheeks. <laughs> oh, man. But but you hear about like the, like the Apollo astronauts and a lot of them that, that have seen things in space. Like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, you hear all the, the censored NASA transmissions where, the, you know, they, they're they saying things like, oh, there's a craft right outside our window or they're all around us. We can't explain what they are. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they're, they're saying. Um, yeah. Nobody knows. And the official story is, oh, that was just a piece of space debris that was really close to the camera. You know, it it was nothing. It, that's why it changed directions on a dime like that. You know, yeah. 
Swamp Gas will do that, too. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, the astral travel and the devil's Bible. Wasn't the devil's Bible made with human skin? Wasn't that the deal? Um, I Allegedly. I, I don't know if that one was human skin or not. I think that was just really big, but it, it could have been human it skin. It was a fascinating volume with those pictures, those, yeah. those drawn pictures that were just oh, you know, yeah. creepy as hell. I think the thing about this one, I, I don't know that it was human skin. I just remember it was so big that it fell out of a castle and killed the guy. <laughs> and and it was kind of bizarre because I don't. He was chasing it, a roadrunner at the time. Is that <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, what I remember about that one though is it it wasn't necessarily directly devil related though, or it, yeah, you know, it, I mean, yeah, the drawings of the creature or of you know the devil were were pretty interesting though. Yeah, and it, remember it was like that little green guy with his tongue out, and he yeah. looked all yeah. creepy. Yep. Yeah, I think it seemed to me the reason they got the name the Devil's Bible, and I'd have to go back and look. I thought it was because relig- you know, the religious groups at the time were kind of seeing it as almost like blasphemy because it was not yeah. following exactly what they wanted it to follow. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, but it was intriguing nonetheless. You know, just thinking about even the size of the book alone and. The, yeah. the one thing that stood out to me about that is that they said that it was so large, but it was written in the same handwriting, and they don't believe that somebody could have carried that mm-hmm. on, you know, for that many. It should have taken years and years and years, and they don't they don't think that it would have been able to have been written by one person, yet the handwriting doesn't change. Well, you know, the explanation for that would be Count St. Germain. Yes, sir. <laughs> because the next episode, 11, Suicide Forest, Uri Geller. And the immortal count. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Ooh. Part one. Part one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Part yeah, that's right. Because he was immortal. Yeah. There's so much to say. <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize at that time that there would be a call back to him a year later. Um Yeah, the suicide somebody just brought up the suicide forest. And <laughs> they brought it up to Sherry. Let's huh. see if she listens to this one. Um, <laughs> she said, "She said, yeah, he's telling me about this suicide force in Japan. And da, da, da. I said, yeah, we uh, covered that on a podcast. Oh, shame, shame, Sherry. You Recently. didn't listen to that one. She's like, oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> hey, even we forgot some of the things on yeah. here. So. Without a doubt. I just thought it was funny. Um well, yeah, but yeah, and, I, it, 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 I guess it's really huge, though. I mean, it's a lot larger than. Yeah, it's not like, like I forget how many little you know place. acres or so it was, but it, it's definitely huge, and it surrounds yeah. the uh, the base of Mount Fuji. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember covering covering that. Uh, you know, it's you get a foreboding sense out there, and uh, it's like there's no animals out there, which is completely uncommon for a forested mm. area. But I know that. Uh, a lot of the studies that were done on it is the geology out there, um, such as the way the, I forgot what they said, the way the moss grows on the roots and the rocks and whatever, whatever, dampens yeah. sound and stuff. So causes all kind of weird sensations that you don't get in other forests and things, but also kind of. It's like a lava base too yes, there, isn't there? Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Something to do with it. Yep. 
Hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I said rocks, but yeah, I guess the way the moss forms on the lava and and all the porous holes and the audio effects that it creates, you know, it just makes it sound like it's completely dead. You're out there. You're the only one out there. It's you know, or you know, you it's think like being you a hear lost cosmonaut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It just keeps calling you deeper and deeper. But but every time you see like one of those books about the most haunted places on earth, it's always included and in, and in everything. Yeah. It was also in the well, news. How could it not be? Right. It was also in the news a few years ago because I think it was Logan Paul did, yep. his, did a uh, one of his YouTube episodes out there, and you know they showed a a person who had hung themselves or whatever and they were kind of making Ooh. he was accused of making light of it although he was actually you know he in his own defense he said that he was just nervous laughter because he didn't know how to cope with seeing a dead body like that kind of in the wild <clears throat> yeah. you know and stuff but wow not like seeing a, a cow in the wild on infrared <laughs> <laughs> we still have there like ghost adventures where they caught a a cow as they were driving around. I mean, just oh. on a camera. Gotcha. And Zach was just having a fit. <laughs> it's, it's freaking hilarious. Um, uh, what, what was here? The uh, I Ur- lost. Oh, Uri I, I skipped one. What's that? Well, the, no, there's Uri, Uri, Uri Geller. Uri, Uri Geller. Uri Geller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce that, but. I always just used to say Yuri, but it's actually Uri. 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 Yep. U-R-I. Uri. Um, he was just in the news recently claiming to do something or explaining why he didn't do something. And was he the one that bent things with his mind? The spoons, right? Okay. Yeah, supposedly. And Mike, you said that you had a magazine, right, that you would use in correlation with that? I I didn't I didn't have it, but it was on the cover of like Time I think or okay. Time or People or something, where it said like Hey, put your spoons on here at this time on this day and they will bend. Okay. And it was not an overwhelming success. <laughs> <laughs> not like those brooms standing up on their own, you know, because yeah. of the Earth's yeah. gravitational field, you know, or uh, uh, eggs. Yes. On the solstice or something, I think it's supposed to be. Yeah. Or the equinox. All I can think of is that spoon sitting on the magazine. They're waiting, you know, anxiously waiting for the time to pass. And it doesn't bend. And the father of their house is like, well, the spoon didn't bend. Can I have a bowl of ice cream? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how much time do you take out of your day? Yeah. Waiting for the spoon to bend. Yep. As it sits on a magazine. Yeah. Yeah, you need. I, I remember in high school, there somebody, a teacher talked about this magazine article. It was called "Bored in the USA," and it okay. was just a tiny little thing. And it was it said that um, in, in some shopping mall, a person set a record for sitting completely still for like X number of hours. I don't know if it was like hmm. twenty hours, forty hours, fifty hours, whatever. He said, and like X number of people watched him. It was like hundreds of people watched him. It's like, okay, it's bad enough (laughs) that somebody makes the news by doing absolutely nothing, but hundreds of people watch them do it. Yeah. Essentially doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So people are getting out of their houses, but they're not really doing the right thing. This would have been the time to do it. Well, yeah, you could live stream it. Or the last year. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sit in my house and do absolutely nothing. 
which I tried <laughs> to do for about eight months, but couldn't quite get away with. Uh, and then the Count, Count St. Germain, he, he came up, yeah, he came up twice. You did, you did a two-parter on him. <laughs> did you leave a little in your head still, or did all the brains come out? Sorry, it's breathing campfire <laughs> all weekend and, and it being, you know, 30 degrees all weekend camping, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's only June. Why are you expecting right? anything other than 30 degrees? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, but yeah, the, the count, he, so he's like this, uh, who was it, the Keanu Reeves picture that goes back like 400 years? Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's several um, celebrities that that they claim they they've seen back in the day. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is another one, and but yeah, the Count. I was yeah. just talking to Dan uh, Norvell about it today. I guess he's he's got a series mm. about vampires that he's already published one book, but he's going to write more. And I ah. informed him about the Count. He had never heard of him, but he did know about Lestat, who's loosely based on the Count Saint Germain. And actually, since that episode. Big old fat Josiah got to go over and see Count St. Germain's house in real life. And I was terrified thinking, man, this guy is going to suck my blood and he he better be thirsty because I've got a lot in me. <laughs> no, maybe it, that's it was a good cool. defense. What's that? Maybe that maybe that's a good defense because if you can only yeah. get half. Yeah, good point. Then you can still get away. Yeah, that's a very good point. Just crawl away and be like, I'm going to get you back. <laughs> yeah but no it was cool it was really neat to be there and stand outside of it and you know say that i was there it was kind of kind of a bucket lister that i got to accomplish so i'm thankful for nice. that yeah interesting guy yeah now, I, I i missed one i skipped episode 10 the wheel of people i think that's when we started the spinner <laughs> to choose the thing like that, that's all that can make sense with <laughs> spirit box uh robert johnson and lizzie borden robert johnson and, and I, yeah i think that's He's where the, i shook uh, my fist at you for doing robert johnson because you were talking about folklore i think okay that's right and, and i was waiting for something to come up so i could do a story on him and you like kind of mentioned him i'm like ah <laughs> damn you <laughs> i was saving him for later okay yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Like mine in a little box. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Spirit Box, Robert Johnson, Lizzie Borden. I think the Spirit Box, I did a deep dive on just, you know, some of the history of the early, you know, mm. uh, like, uh, actually, I, I think I think I did a whole ITC thing, uh, including like some of the earliest EVPs and things like that and how that led into the Spirit Box and, you know, how the Spirit Box is used and everything. Um, what just oh yeah and then L L Lizzie Borden the uh, did she do it didn't she do it she did it um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the incompetent sort of like with uh, Velisca the incompetence of the time of the uh, the investigation just made it impossible to say with any certainty that she did do it so and didn't mike if i'm not mistaken didn't she live out her life in freedom like she was never did even go to jail for one minute right but i i think she was kind of miserable 
Okay. And it was like this, this this thing followed her her whole life and kind of pissed her off. Gotcha. But she lived wealthy. If I recall, she uh, did not want for anything except maybe a little piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, though, like not to get too deep into the, you know, psychoanalyst side of things, but th- if she, in fact, did do that, just living with that on a daily basis has just got to be damning, you know, in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although maybe she was able to compartmentalize that and be like, well, that was a different Lizzie Borden True. than the one I am right now. And screw it. Good point. They do say that like sociopaths can really separate themselves from anything they've ever done and it's yeah. almost like it doesn't even affect them whatsoever. Or they deserved it. So yep. I have no problem with that. Hmm. Uh, what do we do here? Episode. This is taking us a lot longer than I thought, but that's okay. Cause it's kind of cool. Uh, at least I think so. <laughs> I'm actually really <laughs> so, enjoying this. It's a fun yeah. walk down memory lane. Yeah. And good advertisement for past episodes. Yeah. There you go. This will Absolutely. probably have to be a two-parter, wouldn't you think, Mike? I, I, I th- two or three, yeah, okay. probably, because we're up to like twelve. This is like episode twelve is coming up, so yeah, maybe 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 we can let it, maybe we can stretch it out next time. Okay, a little bit longer, but um, Return of the Count. So you finished up your discussion on Saint Germain, mm-hmm. Atlantis, yep. and Mystery Theater. The, uh, to, the masterpiece uh, theater. No, not masterpiece theater. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. This is this is the CBS Radio Mystery Theater. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. And I still keep my <laughs> eyes open for a, sh- a T-shirt that's got that on there, Mike. For you. Ah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I would definitely wear that. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's cool. Um. So Atlantis, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, it's like so much has been said. What's this other new continent they said they've discovered recently? Have you been seeing that? No, it's a sunken continent? No, I haven't I haven't seen anything on that yet. I think it's near India. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not surprised. And they say it like it's something we should all know about. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, who, who knows? There's supposed to be so much so many things under the ice at uh what mm. is it the arctic the antarctic one of them but uh because it's an un- unexplored region and just thousands upon thousands of square miles they say there's oh, yeah. a lot of stuff down there that uh you know before the continental shift and things like that that would probably answer many of the questions we have wow hmm. but i think the whole atlantis thing was just that you know about socrates uh telling the story of atlantis yeah so great (laughs) and uh you you know it but now scientists and historians are saying that oh that was just a fictional tale made up by socrates you know and and it was misinterpreted in the translation as being a factual actual city and yeah you know so that's they're kind of dismissive of it but who knows although if if you look at you you talked about that with the continental drift if we look at the movement since human beings have been on the earth, let alone established civilization, they haven't moved that much. No, but I mean the Bering Strait, you know, and it being yeah. separated now, and 
as the water levels change, if you believe that kind of stuff. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, even if it doesn't exist, it's a pretty cool story. It is. And, and there's lots of evidence of an advanced civilization doing things. I mean, the Antikythera mechanism, you know, I mean, is an indication that people knew a lot more than we thought they did at one point in time. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. yet another thing that I always think about. Think about how wrong uh, these theorists have been, you know, that they'll, they'll discuss this and say that we're absolutely certain with their fists pounding on the desk, like this is not true. And then <laughs> years later they show up like the silverback gorilla for, I think up until the late 1800s, that was just a myth. And then, mm-hmm. sure enough, it's it's there. Look at some early drawings of crocodiles. It's hilarious. They what do they look like, like Mike? But I, 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 I'm trying to think of what it may be. A, a hyena? No kidding. <laughs> More like a hyena? I mean, I, I can't really come up with a better description than that. It's just, it's just ridiculous. But, you know, it's like, hey, I saw this thing, and it's long, and it's got a big wide mouth that's really deep and here let me sketch it out for you that's what you saw yeah close enough oh <laughs> all of a sudden it's uh uh not kindred spirits what's the the one with amy uh geez i can't even get the names right now uh, uh dead files dead files yes amy is this what you saw yes that is what i saw <laughs> um so you get the sketch artist out here to draw a crocodile or a gorilla and next thing you know it's who knows? Who knows what you have? Um, but yeah, it's it, it, so many things were passed on as certain fact that they could, did or didn't exist, you know. And, and then years later, it's like, oh, yeah, we're wrong. Yeah. The dinosaurs, the mammals killed the dinosaurs because they ate their eggs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds sounds reasonable. Or, or, or the dinosaurs like smoked a lot chain smokers that killed them you know that wasn't true either um so uh, you know then all of a sudden the, 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 uh, how about a big meteor no that's ridiculous that could never it would have to be so big and that's, now everybody's like yeah that's pretty much it yeah. <laughs> some of the scientists that i trust are the ones that pretty much come out and they're like we really don't know we're, we're, we're just <laughs> yes thank you thank we're you we're throwing darts <laughs> yeah because whoever's funding you to look into yeah. something, you know, you're going to find the results that they want you to get because yeah. you want more funding, you know. That's why the smoking thing went out because Philip Morris got involved <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh no, uh, it was a comet or a meteor. Right. Uh, there's always money behind it. Uh, how about we'll, we'll, one more here? Uh, we'll get up to Lucky 13. Useful ghost stories to think about that one real ufo reports unlike all the fake ones i'm not sure and the jersey devil i know i, I remember had the jersey, the jersey devil, devil. I, think I, I think i had the useful ghost stories although i don't remember exactly Jer- oh josiah oh i misspelled your name josiah in this description sorry <laughs> did you spell it s-e-x-y um, with, a, with an a n instead of an h ah okay josiah but, i uh, like that josiah that's like your alien name. Alter ego. My name is Joe Cyan. Mm-hmm. See? 
You gave me shivers. Um, <laughs> Titan Leads. Because he was like uh, the publisher. He published some kind of almanac or paper yeah. or something. Yeah, and he was like, I think I think he was in direct competition with Benjamin Franklin, and they were like having yeah. a good old pilgrim throw down, and you're like, ah, my almanac's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. Franklin's like, I'm going to tarnish your goddamn name and call you a Jersey Devil, and we we know who won that battle. I, I think I I just remember the name Titan Leeds. Yep. I mean that's a name. Oh yeah, that's a badass name actually. Yeah. Okay, but, and Steve, it was uh, the declassified UFO sightings by the military. Oh, yeah, because I think we were looking at the videos of that a little oh, bit. Oh, that's right. That's that, when that, that stuff was just starting was. to come out. Yep, yep. I'm yeah, going in and exactly fixing your name, Josiah. <laughs> oh. And so what was that one, Steve, where they were the Navy was releasing the information? Yeah, but the, the Navy released three of those videos of, oh, that's of, alien, right. of, of alien spacecraft or, or just unexplainable you know craft and everything and wasn't there like the, the the pilots were actually like holy cow look how fast that's moving mm. yes exactly okay. yep yeah there's two or three of them one of them was flying but it was also kind of rotating yeah doing all like a tic tac or yeah yeah yep but, but the, the video is so awful though it's like a wendy's drive-thru <laughs> yeah and, and it was kind of they hyped that up big time they're like you know the the military is gonna release you know videos of actual still getting that yeah, well, I know that they said some other major dump is supposed to happen um, of UFO files. Nope. I'd say dump is right because they're not letting the good stuff out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think what they're probably seeing, these news outlets are seeing how many hits they're getting on each of these things. And they're probably just, you know, sure. hey, guess what else is coming out? This grainy footage of whatever. And then they're going to get a trillion clicks. And I'm sure they make a lot of money, you know, over that, that amount of clicks. And pay attention to what the government's doing while they're releasing those and distracting us and everything. There you go. Yep. That's how they get you. Yep. Hey, look at this hand. UFO stuff, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. We just bombed the crap out of a little country you've never heard of. Yeah. Just wipe it off the face of the earth. Freedom at a thousand rounds a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So what was it here? Uh, And I had a discussion of the roles of ghost stories in folklore. It, was that Mike where you were yeah, talking about? Yeah, we're all about, just drawing a blank. It's like, I think it was when you were talking about like really? how a ghost story would be meant to deter a child from, let's say, wandering into the woods or something. Yeah. Yep. But like purposeful yeah. stories or stories that were meant to fulfill a purpose. Yeah. Okay. Well, well thanks for giving me a, a boost. I appreciate that, but I really don't remember. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it was that one that you had like a really weird story that went along with it that none of us recognized. And it, it was like trying to trick the devil or something. That was, I, I think that was, well, it could be because there were a bunch of, I remember there's that one, I thought Steve, you told, like, oh no, it was the jack-o'-lantern one. It's like, that was hey, me. devil, get in my pocket and turn into a coin. Okay. <laughs> that was me, but it seemed like there was I one that, that was the crazy, creepy turnip heads, you know? Yeah. But I, I thought I, I could have swore Mike had one that was like a like this very strange story that we we all didn't fully understand. And we're like, what the hell was that about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll just have to go back and listen again. I was just we? gonna say the perfect excuse to go back and review that episode. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, so that's lucky thirteen. And that was on September 29th 
hmm. of last year. Wow. So we're, we're, we're getting closer, but we're not there yet. Getting close to Halloween season. Man. Our special Halloween episode. That's right. Yeah, I've got a... There's something I want to hear in that one. And I've got to listen to it again. I tried skimming through it, but I couldn't hear it. But um, I'm... Because I'm, I, re, I don't know if you guys remember, at least I think it was in the Halloween episode, when my cat started to meow. Because she start, that one that Sherry and I did, she started to meow when... I hope I didn't delete it out. But she started to meow when uh, we were talking about her. Oh. Hmm. Playing with crystals. Hmm. And then she's out in the hallway. Like right as we're talking about her. Hmm. I don't. I really can't recall that. But not to say so that, that it was didn't happen. Weird. Just don't remember it. But uh, anyway. <laughs> that's that. So. All right, guys. Well, hey. This has been a wonderful trip down memory lane, and why don't we pick it up again later? Sounds like a plan, Stan. Yeah, sounds great. It's <laughs> it's actually kind of fun because, yeah. you know, I remember doing reports on some of those, but I also don't remember the specifics or, you know, it's yeah, it's nice to revisit those and, and re, re-educate ourselves about them. Yeah, it kind of makes yeah. me feel like the old man in the nursing home when the grandkids come in. Do you remember me, Grandpa? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of how I feel. Oh, it, it doesn't get any easier either. <laughs> yeah, says the man who was only like three years older than me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have a birthday tomorrow. Oh, oh so, nice. Yeah. Happy early birthday. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, other than not working, I don't have any big plans, but that's a good day. Nice. <laughs> I'll take that. And Steve, I know you would take that as a good day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing planned? Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. Totally on board with that. Well, uh,. We talked about upcoming stuff at the beginning. Anything jog your mind? Because I actually, too, I mean, my memory is getting actually jogged a little bit by reading some of these things. I'm getting maybe some ideas for future stuff or nice. or, or, or follow-ups on stuff. Um, you guys have anything we need to cover again before taking off? Nothing I can think of. No, but I have to ask. We didn't mention the episode that was entitled "And Josiah Blows Us Away with Something oh, yeah. Something," you know. Well, that that was the uh, the 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 uh, description part of it, not actually in the title. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, do you want to share something about that? <laughs> <laughs> I could try to reenact it if you guys want. That's fine. I'm 600 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first instance of on-air flatulence. And that one uh, specifically scared the living crap out of me and Mike. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I say the first I, of I, many Unfortunately, because... through, all the, through all the processing that I did on the audio file, <laughs> it really didn't uh, come through. <laughs> I, I oh. like the live experience. Gotcha. But that's just an Easter egg for you listeners. You know, if you want to go back and find that in the episode, it's 
it's near the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the first one. Was it the first one or the second? It was early on. I don't know, but we had that we had that snowball recorder, so yeah. our audio was a little bit, you know, the Blue Yeti. Yes, yes. Yeah, three sixty recording. Can, yeah. So, what are you guys using now? Um, I don't know what brand they. I think they're Road, maybe something even, like that. But they're actual podcasting mics. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got the little covers so that our peas don't pop. You the know, pop filter. Yep. Yep. Pop, pop, pop. The peas don't pop. Pop, pop, um, the video. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking through the podcast descriptions. Okay, just as a, a, a quick scan, I can't find it. But, uh, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. That's episode five. Flesh All Eaters, right. Axe Murders, and okay. Steve's Missing Rod. Man, and that was one of our most listened to episodes, too. Yeah. Yep. This week, Josiah blows us away with his description of the Wendigo. 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 Oh, yeah, good times. Good times. So they wanted to hear if the legend was true, so they came in troves. You know, and that was probably a two-hour episode, you know, holding it for an hour and 45 minutes, you know. I mean, I can understand. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Sometimes you think you overprocess things, and that's what happened there. <laughs> it's, I, I, and I think there's some, un, yeah, restrained laughter <laughs> yes. going on yes, there is. around that time too. So, um, oh, and actually, I'm I'm, I'm going to re- rewind just a little bit here. Uh, episode four, the one where we were looking for a topic, we actually did present things in that one. Uh, I did the squonk. Oh, yeah. A little mystery animal that disappears into a pool of tears. Um, Josiah, you talked about why do people haunt the place where they passed away? Why does it have to be that? Why can't it be other places? Okay. Like cemeteries and stuff like that. And then, Steve, you talked about that GS2 laser grid. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the one that takes the, that's the, uh, attracts motion, distance, direction, temperature, Correct. size, and shape of objects. Yes, exactly. Yep. And wow. Our friend Greg had just, uh, purchased one of those. We had used it for the first time. And I had also seen it on, you know, two of the paranormal shows all within mm-hmm. the matter of like a week. So, and I yeah. drew equipment the first of many times and, uh, that's what I discussed. Yeah. They are still not the most, uh, pocketbook friendly equipment to buy. <laughs> I think they're still around 300 or so, aren't they? Or a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Something like, yeah. I, once in a while I get an email from, is it, is it Ghost Stop? I think you can get them from them. You know, it's a really neat device, and it does a great job. You know, if you test it out and walk in front of it, it does it does everything it says it does. But the weird thing is, if it sits there with no activity for a long time, you see the screen start to uh, move towards becoming all blue, and eventually it will basically flatline, and you'll just have a solid blue picture on the screen and uh, and everything. Okay. But uh, 
not not saying that there's anything wrong with with it just if it you know you just have to recalibrate it and, and i've also seen it kind mm. of the battery goes down fairly quickly so you'd want to have a backup ready for sure that's something i'd really like to see i don't know if this exists or not maybe it does is something that can give you 3d imaging of temperature in a room that would be cool that would be neat yep yeah, very cool. So I don't know. I don't know if because you can do 3D imaging of objects, right? And you can even isolate sound. I'm sure Fleer makes it. It's probably just a fifteen thousand dollar rig, you know. Oh, no problem. And <laughs> we'll get two. Have you seen the price tag for the for the lower mounted Fleer units for like the stealth or oh, some of the aircraft yeah. and everything. We're talking upwards of 50, 60,000, you know? Yep. Mm. So uh, we're not putting those on our drones yet, huh? Nope. <laughs> not for a while. Okay. Oh, man. Well, now that we've come up with more ways to spend money, and ideas for inventions that we'll never be able to see <laughs> happen. <laughs> Although, if you do create one of those 3D thermal imaging stations or whatever we're going to call it, uh, you know, just remember who gave you the idea. <laughs> Definitely. Send a little love our way. All right, guys. Ready to wrap this sucker up? Yeah, I look forward to next week, though, for sure. It's, yeah, this is pretty fun. fun. I'm looking forward to part two yeah yeah we'll we'll jump back into this and uh continue our anniversary uh recap jolly fun extravaganza and in the meantime if you'd like to find out more about what we do and what we've got going on you can go to paranormal1.com or uh that's also on facebook uh as paranormal one number one not O-N-E, just do the number one. Um, you can email at info. Now, wait a minute. CTSI, I'm screwing this up. I don't know why I'm blaming you, but it's all me. Um, <laughs> Para1contact at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, and after listening to this one, I don't know why you'd want to be unless you just want to bring some class to us. Um, <laughs> you can reach us at uh, Para1booking at gmail.com uh, also Bartell and Henson Paranormal is on Facebook what did I say last name time Benson Benson and Hedges <laughs> Benson Hedges <yeah. laughs> not the right one not the right ones um, Rock River Area Paranormal Society on Facebook as well as see I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm falling asleep here I'm getting too punchy um, uh, Conover Ghosts dot com not on facebook just conoverghosts.com did i miss anybody miss anything well i think we've got some instagram presence but you know we're not huge yeah. on it. do you guys see I, I i got that fountain i got yes that was amazing that was that? so cool that was so cool a little bit of red dye in that water is gonna be badass the guy we bought it from had red dye in it we were trying to get like uh um if anybody didn't see it, it's a it's a, a skull fountain, and the jaw moves up and down as the water comes out of its mouth. It's amazing. Um, we're gonna try to get some of the, like uh, the, the submersible tea lights 
maybe that can make it glow red. The guy we bought it from said that he had red dye in it, and you could see some parts of it were stained red, and I'd hate to see it get stained. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's so Choose cool. real blood. Perfect. Hey, <laughs> that would solve the water problem. There you go. <laughs> Great Thank you, idea. Steve. When that stain is bad either, you know. Yeah. Know. It'd smell, smell wonderful after a first week. <laughs> Outside in your deck okay. in 90 degree weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a little bit of bleach <laughs> does <laughs> wonders, so I'm told. All right, well, guys, it, it, this this is a good one. Thanks so much. We'll uh, continue with our trip down memory lane uh, next time. And uh, anything else? We're good to go. No, I think we've covered it. Yep, I think we're good. All right, fantastic. So everybody, tune in, uh, like us, subscribe tell a friend um tell us what you think about what's going on we we love to hear any ideas suggestions comments send send us a line you know how to do it we just spent 15 minutes saying it so um please let us know how how things sound on your end we really look forward to hearing from you and until next time we will see you in the dark I think we're ready, baby.